Get ready for another edition of CSB Broadcast, where Community State Bank links you to the communities of Southeastern Wisconsin and keeps you connected to the people, businesses, and events happening near you. Hello, this is Robert Peroni, the market president for Community State Bank in Kenosha. Recently, we were working on our annual gift to giving campaign for the bank where we go out and nominate or or decide to uh, give donations to nonprofits throughout uh, Southeast uh, Wisconsin. And I, I had had something near and dear to me that had come up, which was NAMI of Kenosha. And I thought it's a good, uh, a good organization that I wanted to support. And I asked my peers if anybody wanted to, to support NAMI with me. And unbeknownst to me, I had a huge uh, response where we had 26-plus employees uh, to join me. And uh, long story short, we wound up giving NAMI over $3,000 of a donation this year, all thanks to our fantastic gift-to-giving campaign. Today with me for our podcast, I've got Jack Rose from NAMI, Kenosha County. And uh, we're going to be discussing a little bit of what NAMI does here in town. But more importantly, I'm going to ask Jack here. And Jack, if you would be so kind, please tell me what, what, what is NAMI and what does it do? Certainly, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here, and thank you very much for the donation. The National Alliance on Mental Illness is a grassroots organization that uh, tries to improve the quality of life for people living with a mental illness. We do this through advocacy, education, support. We promote recovery, and we continue to fight the stigma associated people living with a mental illness. We've been an organization since 1983. We're one of 1,600 organizations under NAMI National, National Alliance on Mental Illness, headquartered in Arlington, Virginia. And we're here in the community. And uh, we try to help out people. And we've been doing it. And we do this through our programs, which I think we'll get into here later in the podcast. Perfect. Thank you. You know, Jack, uh, you and I have got to know each other over the last uh, probably four or six weeks here. So we've got to know each other. We've done a couple podcasts. We've done live radio together. We've just got to know each other overall. And I just think everything you guys do and the things that you've told me that you guys do is incredible. And I would love to touch on a little bit of that, of, of exactly, you know, some of the programs that you guys offer, some of the things that you do, like the CIT training that a lot of folks don't know about. If you wouldn't mind touching on some of that, that would be fantastic. I'd be more than happy to. Uh you start out, we try to improve the quality of life for people living with a mental illness, and we do it through education, support, advocacy. Uh, we continue to promote recovery and fight uh, the stigma associated with mental illness. And so some of our, our premier programs are Family to Family, which is a, an eight-week course that uh, is set up for family members of okay. those living with mental illness. Extremely effective. And it's a, uh, a pretty intensive program. We have a great team that uh, serve as facilitators, so that's a key program. Our support sessions are held on the second and fourth uh, Thursday of every month at St. Paul's Lutheran Church. Uh, these two are uh, free of cost. They go from 6 to about 7.30. We have uh, great facilitators for our family and also for adults living with mental illness. Okay. And then we also have an agreement with two local therapists for our adolescent support sessions. And these two are really good. And I think a, a, an advantage of this is that a parent can come to the program and go into the uh, family member session while their uh, child goes into the adolescence. And this, sure. is, this is super. 
Jack, sorry to interrupt real quick, but yeah. you just made me think of something. I know, I know you and your wife have been involved for you know twenty plus years with NAMI. Yes. In that time frame, what have you seen as an increase of mental illness in children or those of under age of eighteen compared to what it was in the past? Oh, I think it's increasing, and I think uh, uh, people are more open about it now. Okay, and uh, I know that's how uh, Sue and I got started. Our daughter, who will be fifty on New Year's Eve was hospitalized when she was 16. Okay. And then our son had graduated from uh, University of Wisconsin at 24, and he had a breakdown. Okay. And so that's our background going into it. But I think uh, the schools are doing more now, and I'll just talk talk locally here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've been, we have our Ending the Silence program. We, uh, we're working with uh, Kenosha Unified School District. We had touched over 3,000 students. And KUSD decided to go in a different direction, but we still have the program available. And I think uh, this coming year with the, hopefully the demise or reduction of COVID, that again we may uh, go forth to uh, Kenosha Unified and try to, try to get that going. Because that, in doing that and seeing that many children, I mean, every class, and it's like a 45-minute session, and it, it goes into the health classes. It's not a big auditorium kind of program. Okay. And so you have an opportunity to talk to the, the students. And you'd be amazed at how many students during that 45-minute presentation will say, that's me you're talking about. And so then it's our, our mission to try to get uh, help for those uh, that's that need help. That's great. So Excellent. But I would Sorry. say it's – no, no, no. It, but I interrupted it's, it's you there. Still, it's still – it's out there. I think it's being diagnosed in a in a in a more uh, I don't know I wouldn't say positive but a more uh, uh, advanced way. Okay. And I think uh, we continue to learn about the 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 brain and and what makes it go and and I think that that's extremely important. And I think with the the COVID cloud. I think you're seeing more and more children that are that are coming forth and that sure. that have a particular mental illness, where it's it's depression or anxiety, and and you have you know the schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, and it's interesting because they sit on the uh, families first, which is part of the comprehensive community services, and every Friday we screen children to see if they are appropriate, uh, if we can help for the, the uh, Families First program, okay. which provides not only help for the child, but also for the family members or who is ever working in that, in that particular role. Okay. And we probably get, I don't know, maybe 10 children a week. And wow. so the thing that's really positive about it is that uh, Comprehensive Community Services, it's a, it's a program that we have here at Kenosha County, and that uh, it was developed a while back, and then at one point in time, uh, I don't know, five, six years ago, maybe more, um, it is funded by Medicaid, and so they started to include children. When we first started community services in our county, it was strictly for adults. Okay. But now we have the wherewithal, the funding stream, to include children, Excellent. and it's a great program. Do you think, you mentioned it a couple times for that conversation, do you think the stigma is getting better? 
I think so. I think, okay. I mean, it's still out there, though. Oh, absolutely. I would but not disagree I, I with think that. It, I think it's still there. I think even in the youth, I think they're talking about it more. And I, I, I think with social media, you have to be very careful of that because there absolutely. are applications of social media that can really uh, hurt a child. Absolutely. They really can. And... Uh, uh, but then the information is out there, and I think we're trying to put a positive spin on it, and mental illness is mental illness, but I think we, we need to continue to fight the, the stigma. I think I, it's I, getting better. Yeah, I would agree, and I feel like more and more people are talking about it today yes, than yes. wouldn't have talked about it in the past. You know, good, right and wrong, you know, but at least it's being talked about. Right, 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 and I think you're seeing the different uh, people that are talking about it. You're seeing people that are... Uh, in the media, in the movies, mm-hmm. uh, in sports, that are saying, "Hey, you know, I live with depression." Yeah, and absolutely. you know, w- when you talk about depression, I mean, it's it's out there, it's pervasive. Probably one of the biggest reasons for lost empo- uh, employment in the world. Uh, it's treatable. It's treatable. It is treatable, but if it's not, if it goes untreated, it can lead to suicide. Sure, straight up. Sure, and you know, I won't. <laughs> hedge any words on that but i mean yeah. that's what it is but see i, I think we're we're getting better good good can you talk a little bit about the cit training because that was one thing that i had no idea you guys were involved with and i think it's fantastic oh yeah crisis intervention team training uh this is something that goes back i think about 10 years ago um maybe a little, uh, well in 2010 we started our program it's a collaborative effort between uh, gateway technical college uh NAMI Kenosha County and the uh, Kenosha PD and Kenosha Sheriff's Department. And we have a class that's about, the ideal class is about 24. Okay. And that way you have, you know, 12 pairs, just usually cops go out and they have themselves and their partner. And we try to give a better toolkit to the law enforcement and it's a five-day session. It's uh, eight hours a day, fairly extensive. And we go through all different types of education with respect to the illness, how they can be identified, what some of the characteristics are. Uh, we go into some of the medications that are being utilized, uh, some of the R&D that may be coming down the pipe. And it, it's not to make the law enforcement officer a psychiatrist. Sure. But it's to make him or her just a, a little bit more aware of, of mental health. And so you go through this, and I think a couple other key points are that uh, during the, uh, the uh, sessions, you go out and uh, you go to the resources, I mean, you go to what we have in Kenosha. Sure. You go out to Kenosha Human Development Services. You go out to Bridges Community Center. You know, you go out and see these places. We go to our Crisis Prevention Center, and so it gives the officers a chance. Hey, this is where I can take somebody. Yeah, this this is going to help. And it was interesting because when we had COVID, uh, we finally did a CIT, and we could not go out to the the local sites yet. Oh. That was not good. So. It was interesting. We did a video of Kenosha Human Development Services, or we did a video of Bridges Community Center. Okay. We showed the video all along for, I think the last class we had like 15 in it. Um, 
And then we had representatives from each of the facilities, and they talked. They answered the question. So you tried to combine it. Yeah. But yeah. now with uh, the next class, we're hoping that we can, we can go live, and that'll be coming up not till February 21, 25. And back to the class itself, I kind of got off track there a little bit. But So you have all this education. It's in the classroom. And then on, and you teach uh, good communication skills. Okay. You, you teach them how to go in and, and you don't, you know, pour gas on a, on a burning fire. You know, sure. you, you've got to lower the talking, you know, stay calm and let one of the officers lead. Okay. They don't need two people coming at them. You need one, okay, sure. right in front. And at the end, on the last day, we do role plays, and we bring in actors, and you have a scenario. Maybe it'll be something somebody anticipating a, a suicide, bedroom, bar scene, veteran, and you let the officers go in and handle the situation. Each scenario runs about 10 minutes, so you go through all the officers on that. You let one of the, one of the officers lead, the other ones follow. If the, if the lead is not making a connection, then uh, the, 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 his partner or her partner should step in. Okay. And it's interesting because they get feedback as soon as it's over. That's the actors will tell them the do's and the don'ts. The person that is the facilitator for the, uh, for the exercise will do the same thing. And it just, it really gets uh, very, very positive reviews. And it, uh, it goes a long way. So it gives somebody a, a, uh, uh, some tools. And then at the sure. end, it's kind of like a practical exam. And Fantastic. so we've, we've got, and I think we've had, I don't know, 277 have gone through it. Uh, like I say, we try to keep the class max at about 24 right now okay. with... Uh, uh, we did an advanced CIT class, which is a one-day session, and we just did one of those in uh, uh, last month, and uh, it was good. The people that attended the class, uh, and I think we had, I don't know, 25, something like that, but they had been through the first course, and now uh, they went through kind of like a refresher. Okay. So, I mean, it works, and I, yeah. I don't know if that's enough info. Oh, but yeah, I, mean, no, I think that's great. You know, top line to give yeah. people know more information. And uh, uh, um, the chiefs, the sheriffs, I mean, we get a, a tremendous amount of support. And like I said, it's been a real collaborative effort with uh, Gateway. That's and we use the facilities at Gateway. I mean, we have a classroom nice. there. Where now we're using Madrigano Building, Horrible sure. Hall. It's a huge spot. And, like, uh, we have this uh, crisis intervention partner, which I'll talk about in a bit. That's coming up, and we'll hold that to about 50 people. Okay. So you really, I don't know if you've been in Madrigano yet. But it's, it's been a while. Big, for, yeah. It's yeah. a big building, so it's it's spaced for, for COVID, but it, uh, I don't know, it works well. Excellent. So as I, as I mentioned, as we started the talk here, you know, you and I got to know each other a lot better over the last uh, four <laughs> or six weeks. You know, I got to know each other more and been, and been having some conversations. But obviously NAMI, I mean, we could spend all day here talking about everything that NAMI does and that you guys do and, and what we need to see in society and so forth. But if there was somebody just tuning in today, what would you want them to hear? What would you want them to know about uh, NAMI or NAMI here locally? I think it's a, it's a place, it's a resource, it's a place to go. Okay. 
I mean, you know, we're like all volunteer. We're, I guess we're really not up on the, on the scope as far as the social media. We do have a website. We are on, on Facebook. But it's just to let the people know that you don't have to go through this alone. Okay. And if you do have a, a problem, just give us a phone call. Just give us a phone call or go to our website. I mean, my wife and I, we, I think we're about 260 calls so far this year. Wow. And it's just, it's, some people just want to talk. Sure. Some people just feel frustrated. And, and some people just, they want to know where to go. And I think the uh, accessibility to treatment is something we, as a community, as a society, we really have to work on. I agree, hundred percent. It needs it needs some help. So I guess the big thing is that please contact us. You know, you don't have to do this alone. It's kind of you know it's the other saying, but how and how would they do that, Jack? <laughs> how would somebody contact you? <laughs> I tell you, the the best way is you can call us at two six two six zero five nine zero three eight or call us at two six two six five two three six zero six. Fantastic. And again, Jack, I really appreciate everything that you guys do. It's been great to know you. Get great to know more from Nami. Yeah. Uh, know what's out there. You know, as I've mentioned, I've learned so much in the you know the, the few four six weeks that we've been together. Yeah. Um, about what you guys do about mental illness and awareness and so forth. And I, I just really appreciate everything you guys are doing. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to CSB broadcast. For more information about Community State Bank, visit us online at csb.bank. Community State Bank is a member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 